What's up, everybody? It's Josh Rimini here with your Functional Rx podcast in Dilworth Functional Wellness Center. I'm Josh Rimini, and I am your functional pharmacist. Hello, everyone. Josh Rimini here, and today's podcast, we are going to talk about migraines and decreasing their frequency with nutrition. And I'm just a guy that records the podcast with them, has a bunch of questions. <laughs> Uh, in, in today's episode, we are going to talk about migraines. Uh, I had this question posed to me, and usually uh, the topics that we usually use, if they're not requested by somebody, is really topics that I get asked all the time. So this is a to topic that I've used quite a bit in my practice here at Dilworth Functional and at the drugstore for years and years. So there are things we're going to talk about that you can do to decrease uh frequency and severity of migraines. There's a lot of people that have this issue. You know, I'm fortunate enough that I don't have migraines, but it seems like it's it's something that really takes you out. Yeah, and one in five uh, women suffer from migraines, and really our treatment approaches for from a pharmaceutical perspective. See, anything functional uh, from a functional medicine perspective means how do I decrease the dependency on medications, and how do I effectively treat chronic conditions, which migraines are, with lifestyle, nutrition, and, and healthy habits. And that's really in getting rid of the bad signals. And uh, I have a personal experience with migraines because my wife, Jamie, had suffered uh, tr tremendously with them, and we've effectively eliminated them without any medications. So I guess what causes a migraine? Well, what causes a migraine, think of a migraine as an excited excitatory process right you, you you i always i always tell people the analogy is there there are so many layers of a trigger until somebody like until that trigger gets uh, overmounted so if you layered on somebody's triggers so every so sometimes it's food sensitivity sometimes it's chemicals sometimes it's processed like um artificial sugars and it could be any little thing it could be stress related it could be but once the triggers get to a point where it goes over that space, that's when you get the migraine. So the goal is to lower the threshold, if you will. So when that threshold is met, so how many things can we do in order to lower the threshold so that migraine doesn't hit, right? So I've have a I've had a basically a pretty proven process just because I've had to research it so in depth with Jamie she got bit by a tick camping and it she had Rocky Mountain spotted fever and she had suffered from hormonal migraines throughout her younger years and when she got Rocky Mountain spotted fever she literally sparked a three a three month migraine oh my god it was very debilitating if, if you are listening and you have someone you know or you you yourself have migraines you know how bad they are and just imagine one just was on there for three months straight wow. um so i had to go deep dive into some of this why right the why of what's functionally going on and we went to a migraine specialist here in charlotte and she was wonderful i was in the office meeting where there's like a two-hour meeting it's kind of like what i do with my patients right, right. we have that two-hour upfront meeting and we're going to talk about that one today too in another podcast is our process but in our process, we gather a lot of information. That's the same thing that I went through with Jamie. So I learned and learned and learned all about migraines. And so how do you effectively lower those that threshold so you don't have that triggering event happen? And there's a, a proven process, but literally just like anything functional, put in the good signals, get rid of the bad signals. 
So from a, from a functional perspective, things that we do, we, we look to eliminate the triggers, right? We, the food triggers. There could be, we had talked on a podcast or a blog we've about IgG food sensitivities, right? So a good thing to do is let, let's eliminate things that are causing inflammation cascade going on. So I usually do an elimination diet, which really starts with cleaning up the diet. And like, we have a we have an elimination diet that you can try. So it'll be linked in the show notes, Clean Fourteen, where it's a fourteen day kind of elimination diet. So if you do want to try something and, and at least just get started, we have that for free for you. Yeah, that's why we did it. Like it's it's really more like a clean up diet. It's 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 eliminating some things like the bad stuff, right? But no artificial sweeteners, no chemicals, no processed foods. Like if you can't read you it's getting down to the basics and it sound all these things always sound so simple and easy it's like oh yeah i should eat better and exercise but when you get down to the science you've got to get rid of all the bad stuff and then the body takes hold and then over a period of time cuz you know food is medicine but it's not prescription like drug medicine where it's going to do something really quickly right so to for nutrition to take hold it's not like oh i eat clean therefore i don't have chemicals it's what's going on in the body that's causing that cascade so we clean up the gut too so part of eating clean is getting the microbiome in check we use a a modified elimination diet if we if we know what those sensitivities are but first things first get rid of artificial sweeteners uh, stevia is okay. It's natural. We have to get rid of it, our sugar balance. So we got to get rid of that sugar, get rid of the flowers, get rid of the, that clean stuff. Like you said, our Clean 14 program gets people kind of cleaned up in their diet over 14 days. That's a start for somebody. Right. There are nutritional imbalances for lots of migraineurs. Up to 80% of patients, but up to 80% of migraineurs also are deficient in things. So we like to replete up with the right right cocktail of nutrients. So first things first, magnesium is important, super important for brain health. And so I get people optimized on magnesium. We use glycinate here. It's the most absorbable. Um, I'll do one capsule in the morning, two in the evening. Omega-3, super important. How many times have I said Everybody needs more omega-3. It's an essential fatty acid, and for migraineurs, it can lower that inflammatory cascade. So we go one gram of EPA, DHA at least twice a day. Sometimes we'll go up to four grams a day. Get that balance back, right? Those These are the good signals. These are two signals. things that are in the Dill Worth 5. In the Dill Worth 5, so, so we just keep moving. But uh, riboflavin, it's a form of vitamin B. 400 milligrams is a lot of riboflavin. However, that's what's studied to reduce the severity and frequency in migraineurs. So I have one brand that that uses 400 milligram dose because literally that's like 8,000 of the RDA or whatever it is, 15,000 because you only need probably, you know, a few milligrams in your daily diet. But to do it uh, for migraine prevention, you really need to get it at um, in treatment at riboflavin 400 milligrams a day there's something called butterbur it's a supplement i think it was derived in germany it's actually used as a drug there super important uh, and effective for migraines coq10 is one of our staples here helps with mitochondrial function but really helps with that energy balance in the brain too so that's kind of my cocktail it's magnesium omega-3 riboflavin coq10 probiotic so you could do f- those five things, and, and those will lower the severity. So if I can get severity down, and it, instead of you know these migraines that trigger 
they'll be tens. And what if they got down to eight or a six? You know, we're, we're improving over time. What if we got this, the frequency down? So if somebody's gone, you know, three a week and then they go to three a month, we're doing a good job. I didn't even know half the stuff on the supplements, but those are the ones that I knew with Jamie. We put her on those. We cleaned up the diet, you know, and, and that means being pretty strict about stuff. It's like whole fruits and vegetables, no horm- hormones or antibiotics. If you don't know where that meat came from, there's a good chance it's not clean. So though all those little micronutrient imbalances will cause a patient to have a trigger. So I'm telling you, artificial sweeteners are huge anything chemical based so all these process if you take out that processed stuff in your foods all those chemicals that you see on the back that preserve the food and make them have a shelf life longer than they should well those things are chemicals that can be affecting you Uh, we haven't even talked about toxicity you know in in charlotte or in the environment toxic exposure could be something that people are uses it as a trigger to migraines you know heavy metal exposure, those kind of things. But the simple stuff, clean up the diet, eliminate the bad stuff. Uh, look for it if you, if you are interested. So do a sensitivity food panel. And then take the right supplements to improve the nutritional optimization. Does a lot of work for people. So those people that have like a chronic migraine problem, would that be because they're, they haven't found the thing that's their trigger? And so they keep going back to the trigger? Well, I generally see is we, we look for the drugs first, right? I have migraines, therefore I take a triptan, like, you know, any of the, there's so many out now, Relplax and all those other ones. So they take them to lower the threshold, right? The serotonergic modulators, whatever they do, right? They, they lower the threshold to effectively, like, kill the migraine, go, you know, go into a dark room, go to sleep, lower the triggers enough where they go away. But we don't look at that other stuff. We just, I just episodically will take something or there'll be typical or atypical prevention, right? What do I use for prevention? So the neurologists will put them on a neuroleptic. I've seen every combination of drugs used for migraine prevention. It, it's part of someone's therapy. But like I said, we, we took the natural approach the way I just said it, cleaning up food is medicine. So why take the drugs only if you're not going to do the things you need to do in your life because it's just going to come back and it won't effectively be treated chronically right, right? so it's that's a- always the the thing that you have to fight people come in here and they want a solution to their problem and you want to solve that problem quickly so you eliminate the pain immediately but you don't want them to have to keep coming back so you want them to get to the root cause of that problem and then you can say well now we've We've eliminated the trigger and you should be in better shape. Well, and truthfully, that is our approach. So functionally, we want to look at the root cause of their chronic dysfunction or chronic disease, in this case, migraines. If I were to just fill fill and bill, right, just pill for the ill approach. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's your migraine prevention medicine and here's your migraine when I get it medicine. Mm-hmm. So most every people that go to pharmacies, they expect that I'm going to fix myself with the pill only. But we have to teach lifestyle, diet, nutrition, because they're all super critical. Um, Even if you look at the package inserts for these drugs, you know, they say in combination with lifestyle change and, you know, exercise or something, 
this drug is effective, yeah. but we don't go there. It's it's not that we're lazy. It's just we've been we've been over marketed this this approach. And it was the same thing when I had my gym. It was like, yeah, you can kind of get some results if you work out, but if you don't change your diet, it's not gonna affect anything. I was thinking about all of our, our podcasts and thinking about what we do here at Dilworth is like you we really do have to say the same thing over and over again only because we've been we've been wired this way. We've been marketed this way. Pharma wants you to think every chronic condition should be taken with the pill. That's why I wrote my little prescription evolution on the website. It's like that's great for penicillin. Yeah. But we don't manage chronic conditions with pills alone. We mask the symptom, right? That's that's what the the RELPAX is trying to get that symptom down, right? That symptom of the migraine. Well, it's not preventing the migraine from coming, right? Even the preventatives, it's blocking some pathways along the way that could be an overexcitatory response, which gives you the migraine. So in effect, you are preventing, but you're not preventing. You're just treating symptoms so they don't come. So it's, so it's, it's an approach. I don't discount drugs. I'm a pharmacist by trade, but I'm functional at heart. So that means I always look for things to do that's not prescription related because what those drugs can be expensive. They have lots of side effects. They're not, you know, the body should be in balance. It always wants to be. That's why CBD, we always talk about all the time now. It's such a craze because it's it's wonderful for balance. Yeah. So, you know, you, you do these... It, First thing I tell it was, where's your magnesium status? Put get the riboflavin up to four hundred milligrams. Let's let's get the the. If I had to give you three only instead of five, oh my gosh, I'm going poly poly nutrition. Too much going on. Omega threes, magnesium, and the riboflavin for that would be a cocktail that I would be using for anybody that has migraines. And the documentation's there, so if anybody wants to read or hear more about it, come <laughs> come come holler at me. But 80% can reduce frequency and severity with those three things. And they make sense anyway. I always tell magnesium is so important. It's like 400 plus chemical reactions in your body are dependent on that thing. You're not eating enough. Yeah. And I mean, I think the only way to get like enough magnesium, isn't it like broccoli and cruciferous vegetables? Those are, and I mean, or seaweed or, yeah. you know, those types of things. There's, Algae. You can, I have sheets that I, well, I always say food is medicine. So if you're a migrainer and you need more magnesium, just don't take the supplement for the ill either, right? Eat, eat nutritious foods that are rich in those nutrients that you need, because I firmly believe when you, when you absorb and break down all the cofactors and nutrients from whole food, your body assimilates it the best. So I have sheets that you can come in here and give you, or I, we can put it on the website or whatever. Like here's f foods rich in potassium. Here's foods rich in magnesium. Cause I, sometimes I have to look it up. N nuts and seeds are really good for that type of stuff too. And it always boils back to, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's what yeah. I should be doing. Oh wow. I should be eating that stuff. Huh? Never would have guessed. And it's not perfect, right? Everyone's got their their things or their vices, but you know, it's always always in that eighty twenty rule for me. If we can do it eighty percent of the time, where but if somebody's massively sick, I have to push it up to like ninety percent compliance yeah. to get them to feel better. Well, and then also it's like, well, do you want to just eat whatever you want, or do you want to feel better? If it's important for you to eat whatever you want, then great, you're just not going to feel good. And then then. And that's kind of where we, when we take our approach with patients is like, it's, this isn't me dictating their care at all. This is the co-creation of the plan. Like you gotta wanna, science. you gotta wanna, right? If you don't, if you, you don't argue with science, come on. 
Yeah. Well, that's what I love. Like, I'm like, what's functional medicine? I was like, it's the science behind wellness. So yeah. I was like, it's not refutable. It's like, there. here's the study. Here's what it shows. Like, yeah. here's the thing. We got to improve the brain chemicals. Sometimes we have to look at detox. Like, this is, this is you know, no matter what, everyone gets this part of the protocol. They get a food plan, whether it's the Renew food plan or an elimination diet. They've shown, like, low lipids. So a low lipids diet is really important for people with migraines. Uh, we address their hormonal concerns if they need them. So a lot of women are cyclical with their hormones, and they're cyclical with their migraines. So we look to, to balance all of those things. But, you know, for the purpose of today, it was really looking at, hey, what, what could I do today? You know, yeah, these are the things we'd like to teach people. So three things. If you have migraines, Josh recommended a magnesium, omega-3, and a riboflavin. And that riboflavin was real important to get 400 milligrams a day. Yep. And get quality, you know, get, yeah. you, if you get, go over the counter to, you know, a random place and you get magnesium oxide or citrate uh, and you take too much of it, it's dynamite for the colon and you're going to have massive bouts of diarrhea. So you need to have get great afternoon. You need to have good, <laughs> good absorbable uh, magnesium that goes up to the brain. And I, I use glycinate quite a bit. There's a bunch of different salt forms, but that one seems to be studied the best. I always tell people, let me do all that work for you. Like, yeah. don't don't cheapen your experience by going out and getting really bad omega-3s that are have all the impurities in them because they got it at the big box store and huge bottles for really cheap. You get what you pay for with nutrition, just like you get what you pay for with your food or your car or your clothes, right? So... If you're going to do it, do it right and do it optimally. And and that's the difference between uh, clinical nutrition for outcomes with a chronic disease and just looking at like supplementation. You have to have optimal levels, right? 400 milligrams a day. That's what I recommend because that's what was studied. So, you know, the same things with the omega-3 fatty acids. In order to balance, also lower your omega-6. Get the ratio better, better. Because too much omega-6 to omega-3 causes too much inflammation because that's the arachidonic cascade out that way. And there's some good omega-6s, but too much of something is not a good thing, right? So improve that balance. And then two out of two out of those three, I recommend to everybody. Right. So it's you like... You should already have them. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you're doing the Dilworth <laughs> 5, you know, those are the things that are, are important. So that's kind of my spiel for today. It's like really like, hey... This is always, you know, we're going to continue to do these podcasts with like the questions I get all the time that I've had real good success with. And so, you know, doing that diet, food plan, supplements, uh, cleaning it up really works well. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys listening and we will see you guys next time on your Functional Rx podcast with Josh Remini of Dilworth Functional Wellness and Dilworth Drug and Wellness. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. 